So do you know how I'm like a massive, massive nerd when it comes to like watching YouTube stuff, watching Twitch, gaming, and mainly actually filmmaking, yeah. right? I I know a little bit, maybe a little bit too much from uh, for stuff. But <laughs> I just had like a a bit of a passion and an, an interest, I think. An um, and I, I got an addiction. Yeah, I think it is yeah. an addiction. And now yeah. I now I had to do it as a full time job. I had to put up with it all day, every day. <laughs> no, but honestly, I I used to get into this like phase when I was younger where I'd like uh, latch on to a YouTuber or a content creator or whatever, and then I used to like religiously watch all of their stuff constantly. Um, and then I'd get bored and then I'd move on to the next person and so on and so forth. I used to like get into like this YouTube like uh, rabbit hole, which just used to go on and on and on and on and on. <laughs> Um, it would it would happen where I would like channel hop as such, where I'd start mm-hmm. on like Peter McKinnon for example, and then hop over to Matty, and then hop over to uh, to film Riot, and then hop and so on and so forth until I just yeah. drain the life out of all the YouTube channels. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it it got to a point where I was learning quite a lot of stuff, but what I kind of lacked was the uh, the overall like practice and application of that stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, I, I brought in Worth It and I did some bits and pieces. Um, I went to uni, obviously, and did media production. And now I do it full-time. I work in post-production for, for animation. So um, we were talking the other day, weren't we, about mm-hmm. frames per second and frame rate as such because um, what what was the actual... Why were we talking about that? I can't even remember. Why were we talking about that? Uh, so I, I, what it was is I was interested in how much work went into the actual production of like... Uh, mm-hmm. Like a cartoon or something like that. And yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's 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 easy enough to work out if you take the the frames per second, and then mm-hmm. add them up, and then see how many you know how much like sketches and stuff like that. Yeah, After, that's right. Yeah. You said so. Uh, go on. I'll let you explain. But there was a way that you can like minimize the amount of work. I'm sure, yeah. I'm so sure basically, the, obviously, to to break it right down from the very beginning, the amount of yeah. frames within one second is called frames per second, yeah. and one frame is one picture as such. So a, a camera, like a stills camera, like a digital SLR or whatever, you can take one frame, and like that's fine. And that's your picture, yeah, like your phone, for example. Yeah. But as soon as you go to take video, instead, a video is a compilation of loads of pictures slammed together. Um, there's loads more technical lingo you can go into like progressive and interlaced formats which are two different styles of pictures that you take one after the other but i'm not going to go into that today that's uh, a bit too much but um but yeah so you take photos in 1080p uh, you take 25 in a second if you want to if you're in the uk or if you're in the us and you want to do film you do 24 or if you're a bit weird you can do 29.97 um but the main like actual live action stuff runs at that rate. Um, animation runs at twelve FPS, and it depends on what kind of animation you want to achieve, and that will then depend on what frame rate you choose for that. So I'll give you an example: like three D animation will run at uh, between twenty five and thirty FPS, depending on what kind of thing it is and where it's going. And then two D animation will generally sometimes run at twelve, along with um, oh god, what's that thing called? You make the models and you do like. Like, you like uh, make the models and you put them together and like Wallace and Gromit. Uh, yeah, like Wallace and Gromit. What's uh, it? What is it called? It's a stop picture motion. <laughs> stop motion. Yeah, uh, stop motion. Well done, yeah. Good stuff. And that is usually at twelve frames per second. Because if you think about the amount of work that goes into projects and stuff, um, and you know, like stop motion, for example, you get Wallace and he has to walk across a room. Well, you have to like animate every single joint movement, don't you? Yeah. And you have to yeah. get as much as you can into that space. If you had twenty-five frames per second to fill getting 25 shots in every second and getting into move it's just almost a bit too much for the actual character itself 
So you tend to save a production time by running the characters at 12 frames per second and then the backgrounds at 25 or 30 frames per second. And in doing that, what you can then do is you can it gives you like a what's known as like a parallax effect where your brain is tricked into go on let me just what so the background is flickering faster mm-hmm. than the foreground mhm yeah yeah that's yeah, done right yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, okay. So, like, let, let's say, for example, um, let me think. Um, so, Jimmy is walking down the street. He's mm-hmm. dancing to a tune, right? And, like, shops are blurring past him as he's hopping and skipping down. So, those shops that are blurring past him are blurring past him at 30 frames per second or 25. Yeah. Um, and then your actual character itself is running at exactly half of that frame rate. Um, yeah. So, your brain is then tricked into thinking, oh, you know, the, the whole image, because... If you think about like surface area on the screen, yeah. on screen time, and you have like a wide shot, and your character's only a little small speck in that massive picture, then your brain is actually thinking, right, thirty FPS, that's fine, it all works, uh, because the mass or the majority of the screen space is taken up by thirty frames per second content, yeah. and a very, very, very minute portion of that screen is running at slightly less. It's only when you start to get big rigs and and you start to scale it up, like if you have like a like a room or a crowd full of people, yeah. For example, and they're all running at twelve. It is, you're really going to notice that, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if it's only like one, two, three people, or it's like a fight sequence or something, a lot, yeah, a lot yeah, of times, yeah. it's dead easy to break that down into something smaller. Um, and obviously, if you think about production time, you know, yeah. it, it'll take an artist to do like mm. uh, every for every like five seconds, it takes them like a week or two weeks to finish that's off the top of my head i don't know if that's an exact amount but it's something like that um and if you have to scale that up you're doing a feature film it's two hours worth of content and you can't really expect like a group of five animators to to finish that within the well forever future it's gonna take years and years to do a project but i guess we're in that kind of world now aren't we where there's a lot of funding available and you know you can get big corporations that get loads of money pumped into them so they can have these huge studios with like 30 animators yeah disney Mm. pixar you think about pixar don't you they must have Um, thousands of thousands of artists like yeah absolutely so obviously they use like set programs where they animate off but did you know that pixar have their own program called pixar that's the animation program um so yeah that's their 3d modeling and render program it's literally called pixar is it um, by like the general public or is it just that not really no you have to like contact mm-hmm. specialists and get it installed and you have to have like licenses special bits and pieces to say that you own this uh, uh this content as such because it's really it's like you know it's like if i wanted to like make a solo market as such yeah. i don't really want to sell all my stuff because everyone will start doing the same thing as me mm-hmm. i want to be like unique in the industry so pixar is pixar and that's it not yeah i mean too. what they'll do is because they can't grow pixar to a certain extent they hire out you know sub companies mm. that's why in the end of feature films you see like the 16 17 18 yeah. 19 different organizations just for vfx and you think where they all come from yeah, i thought it was yeah, just yeah. lucasfilm yeah, yeah. but they hire out don't they different teams different companies there's loads of different buildings working on stuff at different times otherwise films um, would take years and years like wouldn't they yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. so you you know the way in which most projects work now is they have like a team of animators that work on a set like episode and then you'll have like a set team that will work on um like rigging a character and a set team that work on drawing and a set team you know it will be split up Uh, according to how we can yeah absolutely Uh, the quicker you can move on a project the better because that means you can get more out 
more content. But that's why it's that's important, what... isn't it, to like use the, uh, the <laughs> method that you were talking about to like lower the amount of you know the yeah. workload. Yeah. Like spread out and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Because then you only have to draw twelve of that character moving rather than drawing twenty five of that character yeah, moving. Or yeah, whatever. or sixty or whatever you want to go for. There was a really good um, YouTube video oh. that I watched where it is like a stick man and he was moving at he was moving at five frames per second and then ten, then fifteen, twenty, thirty, for all the way up to one hundred and twenty fps. Yeah, and it showed you how the more frames that was added, the more fluid his movement could be because right. the more um, actions he could undertake per frame as could, such could you because tell? if you've got like you yeah know, you could totally tell can you? i think what what's quite nice is you had the ability to watch the minimum and the maximum of, of something mm-hmm. um because you had that comparison in front of you but if you like if it was just to be slapped on screen you know like a, you went to a movie and just watched a movie yeah. and then somebody just turned around to you and went, oh by the way that character's moving 120 fps did you know that well yeah. i wouldn't have known that because yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's it, but You've because it was explained to me. Like, yeah, I got a comparison. Yeah, so I can mm-hmm. see it. You say we say that though, but um, that, you know, that's... like TV runs at twenty five, right, and movies run at twenty four. The Hobbit was run at forty eight FPS, which is exactly double yeah. twenty four frames per second. And people were saying that they felt motion sick uh, at the end of it. In the, in um, is that the, in the Hobbit? Yeah, the, the one with the the dragon and the big battle scene with all the trolls and that. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I felt like that. I felt like yeah. you were just like sw- like moving too quickly. Yeah, yeah. It's like was, it's though? like if we if we took a trip to the moon and tried to live there, we wouldn't yeah. be used to the gravity, would be because it's something that we're not used to. Yeah. It's that exact same thing. We've been watching content on our screens all the time at the exact same rate because it's been locked by broadcast standards for years. Yeah. Whatever since it was out, so TV when it itself. Changes, we have a little notice, like. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a baffler, yeah. We don't know exactly what it is that's off, but it's just something that's off. What, is, you know is, what I mean? Has anyone worked out what people, do you know what I mean, what people's eyes register, like frames per second? Do you know second? what? I've, I've always wanted to know this. Um, yeah. I've never actually searched. I don't know why I've never searched that, actually. I've always wanted to know. Because do we see find, at a higher frame rate? Yeah, surely once you find that, like, say if we see in 75, surely yeah. you, you'd want to film everything at 75. Yeah, but the thing is, right, Go you know on. when you watch or you play like a video game or something yeah. and it and it pays at 60 fps doesn't it yeah. and on a console anyway i know pc can and do more frames um Indefinitely. don't need to yeah like, obviously uh... um so when you watch like a video game for example it feels like everything's moving very fast around you doesn't it yeah. everything feels like it's it's fluid it feels really fluid but it doesn't feel as realistic does that make sense what as a as a movie do you not think I don't think it does. No, yeah. I th- I feel like you can always get this like grain and film effect mm. on twenty four fps that feels the most realistic out of everything. And and I feel like as soon as you add more frames to something, it feels like almost. It feels like animate. It does feel animated. Yeah. You know, you what? I think you can go on YouTube now and you can watch like people who vlog um, in fifty or sixty fps, mm. and it, it it looks a bit weird. It looks like too bright, and too vibrant. Yeah, and it, like, they stand out a bit too much on the screen. Um, like it's life. almost like too smooth, yeah. yeah. yeah not like real life, that's right. Which means that our eyes must be, and our brain must be super sensitive to to that kind of uh, that motion what? or feeling. You know, like the old cinema cameras? You know, like the cl- yeah. you know they're, they're, they're clicking and it goes... And it like... like That's right. And it goes dead fast. That's what frames per second was, wasn't it? Yeah, that's like it. Yeah, so you have to crank your... Uh, yeah. 
yeah, your vintage camera has to crank up to speed. So when when on set now, and you know, days of digital and all that, you can yeah. you shout right, camera at speed, it, and then and then the audio up. person says rolling. Yeah. yeah, obviously sets itself to speed. But back back then, you needed to get your reel at speed or the right speed as such to um to actually film your content. So in order for the shutter to open properly and it to be rattling along and actually filming onto the actual film. Uh, you needed to crank it like a proper you know how you see in like a, an old car engine or something yeah. to crank up the motor don't need to get it started uh, exactly the same thing but for cameras instead um <laughs> which is an amazing thought to be honest yeah. isn't it how, how, do, how, how people they invented how fast they go i mean they just cranked it and and if it just, seemed like it was running at the right pace then that was it i think yeah. i think they just knew do you know what i mean i, yeah. I don't actually know really I, there must be something that was uh, able to calculate it or somebody who knew little, like clickers you know, to try and get, mm. like, oh, if you're going this fast, then you're doing the right mm-hmm. pace. Uh, yeah, cool. or, like, for example, like, experience. You know, it must have to sound like this yeah. for it to be at speed. Because, yeah. um, you know, when you're driving your car, you know when there's something wrong with it, don't you? Because yeah. you've worked with it for so long. Yeah. Uh, or you've been with it for so long. Well, people must be the same thing with their cameras. They must know that when my camera is recording at the right rate, it sounds like this. Um, um. It still always baffles me. Uh, I've mentioned this before, I think, where, you know, how how editors and and edit assistants and that they they worked with actual proper film reel and live cut it yeah. they really cut it they didn't just digitally cut it it's just a baffling thing to think how people are stitching stuff together with actual film um it's and how they marketed it? it and distributed it yeah it's just uh, it's something else isn't it we always complain about how a file's corrupt or how uh, it takes ages to transfer i'm, I'm sure <laughs> yeah exactly i'm yeah, I remember last week complaining how long a, tra- a file took to upload to a drive so we could digitally send it to somebody who lives 100 miles away from me. Yeah. And and yet these guys are here literally with some scissors. Posting it to each other. Live cutting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had scissors in my hand then, so I just was able to that is mad. do that. The, uh, <laughs> that is mad. That, that's how they got like subliminal messages into things, isn't it? Like they put like right, a sticking a frame slide. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a single slide into a show and then people wouldn't be able to like you know like consciously register it mm-hmm. so, like that's phenomenal isn't it oh, do, do you think- I don't think I've ever seen content like that you know speaking of which subliminal message content I don't Wait. think I've ever seen you wouldn't know no I don't think I would actually yeah that's true <laughs> that's a good point do you think animals you know like uh, like you know let's say an eagle or something it's looking at the ground do you think they mm-hmm. see and faster fps you know because they must have to pick out you know like rodents and that that fly fly past the screen yeah do you think they, do you think they see it in higher fps than we do so the way in which like i guess processing works is it, is yeah. it almost seems like it's in slow motion to them but it's not it's their speed that's how that's yeah. how they pick stuff up but if we were to process it in our brains, it would look like slow motion. Yeah. And we, we all know the you know animals and the way in which, the especially the hunted animals, for example, that they've adapted in order to get around circumstances. You know, their eyes, they see, they see in different colours, they see in different spectrums. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they, they have ears that are so strong they can hear heartbeats and stuff within, within grass. You know, most animals hunt via sound rather than via actual yeah. sight as such yeah. because they're mostly hunted in the dark, so they can't really see. Wow. Um that's almost perfect to go on to what uh, uh like i read on the uh, news the other day that we yeah. were like getting this signal from outer space uh-huh, it, it's yeah. gonna link in it's gonna link in don't worry sit back yeah so we were getting this signal from outer space 
and it was like in 1956 or something like that it just appeared and it was like this radio signal that like kept coming to us and it like sounds like static you know when you listen mm-hmm. to it and you decipher it it sounds like static and then in i think like 2000 or like in the 90s or two like 2000s like it changed and it made this like and it made like a weird noise for like maybe right. 10 15 seconds and then it changed back again no, back to the same as it was what yeah, it was back to being like white noise so mm. that isn't that's incredible that the fact that we've got like a signal coming from outer space that we are receiving mm. so I, I read up on it because I thought that's cool and I've got a lot of time on my hands <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so I read up on it and scientists have so they like uh, re like like looked at where the signal was coming from because obviously it's going to bounce off to certain things so it's got to have a, like a pattern yeah. so they can like retrace it and it's almost right. it was almost something like hundreds of millions of light years away the source of this mm. signal so like the scientists that were explaining it his, his mind was blown the fact that they can send a signal that far means that they've got a power source on their end that is like equivalent to two times the amount of energy that the sun produces wow. so, do you know what I mean like something incredible amount that means that mm-hmm. the people or whatever it is on the other side of that signal are so techno- like technologically advanced that like we have no idea how they how they are like that how mental is that so what i was thinking is if birds and animals and that like um perceive the world in a different way than what we are like they like things are like do you know what i mean like they see colors that we don't even our brain can't even comprehend that's right yeah. yeah what is out there what is out there like there's going to be things yeah. out there that our brain just cannot comprehend and i was watching yeah. star wars the other day and i was just thinking that's not what it's going to be like do you know what i mean we've humanized no. that as much as we possibly can space is yeah. going to be mental isn't it and i'm right it got me thinking like what like what do you think is out there like, you know we've developed you know in like you look you look at films and stuff and we mm. whenever films depict aliens like star wars for example you know they all have this human natural moments. inherent human communication method that they have yeah, like yeah. i point to you and you point back to me so you know maybe maybe that static that's going through or maybe that random noise that came through was actual communication yeah. and that's how whatever that thing is communicates maybe we just and, don't have the technology to decipher it yeah precisely yeah. and i think the way in which they made for example guardians of the galaxy understandable because people actually mentioned that they were saying well you travel across all these planets across all these light years yeah. away and towards even places so how how does everybody speak english and the answer that james could provide was they don't they uh, the people who uh, come from earth they have a transponder in their ear that translates yeah. all of their stuff from whatever language to english because we are we are humans we you know that's, can translate that that's a good point yeah it could have been a yeah, language um, that we were hearing. uh cool yeah exactly uh, but it, you say it could be a language that we're hearing, but also at the same time, that's a human way of thinking that that's the, how they communicate. Mm. Maybe they just don't oh. communicate that. Maybe they can't. Oh. It's strange, isn't it's it? Phenomenal. Maybe there's, maybe there's. So obviously, yeah, as you mentioned before, there's somebody that's more technologically technologically advanced than we are, <laughs> yeah, who is communicating yeah. to us across light years because we haven't invented yeah. that tech to communicate back to them, no, we right? Can't, no. But also thinking about this as well. 
Judging by the amount of time that it takes for that is radio wave that was picked up, wasn't it? As yeah. well, it was yeah, radio yeah, wave, yeah, yeah. and radio travels slower than the speed of sound, mm-hmm. and slower than the speed of light, which means that that signal was sent yeah, exactly. almost at the beginning of time yeah. that we yeah, registered, yeah, yeah. which means that they sent that right at the very start when dinosaurs were around and stuff. Probably, oh, you think about it, how long yeah, it must have taken to get there, um, which. Which might be thinking, you know, that might have been a distress signal saying something's happening. Mm. It's gone. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's long gone. It's been gone for millions of years. You know, there, there was a colony of something over there, yeah, but they're yeah, long yeah. gone. I Unless mean, they invented the ability to travel fast. It's been ongoing now, hasn't it? Like, yeah, signals that's continue right. to be ongoing, so they must have been around yeah, for some time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. It is. It's absolutely brilliant. Imagine that, that is it's crazy thought. Mm. And I, I suppose if... If you've seen things at a higher SPS and time seemed to like... Because it would feel as if time was moving slower for you, wouldn't it? Because you're processing the things faster. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the is, way in which like a, fan, a phantom is, camera, for example, works is it right. shoots in 10,000 FPS and it, it does, as you say, seems like time almost slows down. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, phenomenal, mm. isn't it? It is. It's, it's just crazy. As you mentioned before, it's incomprehensible how much is out there and how much of a space the galaxy yeah. is and how, how just how many bits and pieces there are. I, I saw, I think it was the other day, it was actually on TikTok, I scrolled through TikTok and it got to like one of the science-y post type things. Mm. And it, it did like a comparison of how big all of the stars are compared to our stars, you know, like the yeah. sun, for example. How big the other stars are compared to the sun. Our sun is tiny. Tiny. Like, yeah. Tiny. But... It also, not only is our sun tiny, but it's like years and years and years away from us mm-hmm. if we were to travel towards it. But it still manages to heat us up perfectly, or heat everyone up perfectly, uh-huh. to warm the entire planet in a way that it can withstand life. And if it was a degree higher, a degree lower, you know, two degrees higher, it would mm-hmm. literally just destroy everything it's metal, that we've got. Isn't it? It's like yeah. luck. Like we got exceptionally lucky. That's it. And that is like as simple as that. I don't think it is, you know. I don't think it's luck. Do you know what I think it is? Go on. No, no, because if you think about the scale... Kill you. No, no, don't worry. (laughs) Go on. No, 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 we're talking science here, don't worry. Mm -hmm. Um, No, if you think about the scale of the universe and the size, you know, just think about size in your head, how big it is. There's a guarantee by law of of averages and probability, yeah. There's Mm -hmm. a guarantee that something like us will be here. So we're here. And is there is there another one out there? Maybe. There Maybe. Has to be. Yeah. That is that is one of the only infinites that you're ever gonna see. The mm. only infinite. If you go outside your house and look up to the night sky, that is the only infinite you ever see in your entire life. Yeah. That is it. If you look in any other direction, you won't see infinite. The only infinite you see is looking up into the sky. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the cool facts. Hitchhiker's Guide of the Galaxy taught me that one. <laughs> did did I talk about was it last week the week before did I talk about Centre of the Earth and how we it's all theory I, I, I can't remember if that was in the in the podcast if it's not I'm going to say it again just yeah, for a little yeah, bit because yeah, I still yeah. think it's a mad fascinating topic and it sort of ties mm-hmm. into the whole universe thing yeah. the fact that we can't get through it, I mean yeah. just, who, who just, knows just say the centre of the the centre of the uh, Earth is a theory 
the fact that people yeah. don't even know that it's like lava or magma or whatever, all of that is totally theory. Like t- someone just said, I think that's why. I think that's yeah. what happens. It's it's mad. Could be anything. Can you imagine if it was like a mad cave system with a full rainforest and loads of these animals that we'd never seen in our lives? Just oh, chilling oh, under there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. Can you imagine if it, if it was like... Um, <laughs> yeah, they were like computers <laughs> controlling all our lives. Uh, I knew it! <laughs> um, no, can you imagine it was like there was something under there and imagine if it was causing the signal that we picked up from space. <laughs> God imagine damn it, they were they, right under our noses. Imagine if they were talking to each other. <laughs> yeah. We, we could be oh, like my chips. God. We could be like yeah. vermin that are living on the outside of the world that these yeah. people are living on. Yeah, they they look up on us and go, "Oh, look what they've done again! Yeah. They've caused a pandemic." <laughs> Another one. Well, we only had one hundred years ago, and there's another if, one now. <laughs> if I was like an alien species, would you? But in fact, if you were an alien species, stop asking us as a question. Would okay. you? Would you come? Would you come to Earth? Would you talk to us? Um, I think. Uh, oh, I don't know actually, because you know the nature of a human is to be mm. curious and to explore isn't it? That's the nature of a human. That's why we've gotten to this point that we are now in our evolutionary state. But is the nature for an alien to explore? Maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Who knows? Nature for an alien to care. Yeah, precisely. That is a good one, actually. Yeah, but it's not just human nature to explore. It's also human nature to, like, be, like, greedy. Do you know what I mean? Self, Mm -hmm. self progress yourself, like, want to be at the top of the tree. And I think if yeah. Aliens, because the first thing they do if you were an alien is you tap into the internet, wouldn't you? Like mm. these beams are going around the earth all the time that hold all the information of the earth, and you just go, mm-hmm. Yeah, go on, I'll intercept one of them and see what the world's doing. And I think, yeah, Oh my god, back away quick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you spend 10 minutes yeah. on that, and you'd be like, No, these guys are good, we'll leave them to it. Well, yeah, uh, that's exactly what I think. I think we've probably had it happen a couple of times where something's looked at this planet and gone. No, no, thank you. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. <laughs> I, though, do you know it? what? You know what? Like, the thing is, what I've been thinking of as well, would you want anybody to find out how to communicate with them? Do you know what I'm saying? Because opening up the Pandora's box here mm-hmm. and causing potential for so much trouble isn't it really? Yeah. Because us as humans are greedy, as you just mentioned, and, like and malicious as hell. So the idea of being or having access to more power, more control, more ability to do stuff, to go and destroy other planets as well, yeah. is that is that something that we want? Can we, should we just stay here and just ruin this planet? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to end up saying something awful here. People, I, I mean, generally people are good. They're not, though, are they? They're not. A lion. They're not good. Uh, yeah, they're selfish. Selfish people. You think That's about good. like the, the animal tree, the the chain, the animal chain. That's it. Food yeah. chain. Yeah. And you you think about most of the animals in that food chain are just there to survive and exist, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Um, and us humans and apes and that are there too. I guess bend it to our will as mm. such because we we used to get we used to be at a point where right at the very beginning where we just survived or wanted to survive yeah. and then we discovered certain bits and pieces that then allowed us to springboard above survival so now we don't need to survive yeah. 
Mm. We don't need to live to survive as such. We just need to live to develop something else. Mm. So like me right now, I'm not going to walk outside and die because someone's going to attack me. I, you know, I'm, I maybe if I'm in, live in Canada or Australia or something, there is a lot of stuff out there that can kill kill you. Yeah, but, yeah, but there's not really in England we haven't, we, we haven't domesticated like as a. Yeah, that's mean? right. Yeah, yeah, I think which just shows that we're at a stage where we don't need to survive as such anymore. We just need to go do. Yeah, and that's our that's, problem. That's, that's that's where the trouble lies, isn't it? Uh, that's why you have like people who are depressed and stuff like that because they don't have that direction. They don't have yeah. to fight to survive. They don't have to do anything, and they just—it's uh, finally hit them. Yeah, yeah. and sp- speaking of that actual thing, I am like currently in a bit of a in that kind of a similar state. Actually, I'm at this stage where I just really can't be bothered to create stuff. Yeah. And I guess that's—I don't know whether that's just drained me because of all the lockdown and all that. Do you have anything that like motivates you? Anything that gets you going? Not yet. Not yet. No. Um, uh, yeah, I need something that I need to like. I do the same thing where I become addicted. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like I find mm-hmm. something, I become addicted to it. But once I get to a certain point where I feel like I've beaten it, then yeah. then, I, then I lean away from it. Do you know what I mean? And I stop myself. See, I guess I it's thought, almost like a crave to want more stuff, isn't it? Yeah. See, I thought that you might struggle because you're doing the same job as your whole. You know what I mean? As your interest is. Yeah. Do you reckon that? Well, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I thought about this as well, Mm. and I don't think it's the case, quite Mm. simply because the job that I've got now is in children's animation or children's animated TV. So that's what what I work in. And and worth it in this podcast and all the stuff that we do on that side, it is completely, it's in a different area, it's in a different field, it's nothing to do with animation. So that's why I say to myself at night, you know, Layla. Sometimes she says to me, "Oh, Thomas, you know, come and watch, um, come watch this anime." And I'm thinking, uh, "No, not. I don't want to watch anime." <laughs> Quite simply because it's animation, and if I went anywhere near that and started watching it, it then I would be eating into my work uh, as well. So therefore, I wanted to try and stay as far away as possible. What's the furthest way you can stay away from something like that? Children's animation, perfect. Because uh, I'm not going to sit there all day and watch Peppa Pig, even though it is actually quite good. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to sit there forever and watch it. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen Peppa Pig, by the way? Like episodes, no, they're they're I had a brilliant. <laughs> they are absolutely brilliant. Honestly, oh, just yeah. give Google, put it onto YouTube and watch some clips. They the no what chance. they do is they subliminally slide in adult comedy in there as well as children's comedy. Yeah, so yeah. you know when you watch it with your kids, you can actually yeah. enjoy it as well. Yeah, um, yeah. So some of the some of the jokes in there are damn right hilarious. They oh. are amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I never thought I'd enjoy it, or I never thought I'd say that I enjoy Peppa Pig, but it's funny, like, it's really funny. I suppose you need that, don't you? Because at the end of the day, you do, yeah. The parent has to watch that stuff as well. Uh, Yeah, well, there's a big, there was a big, like, hoo ha about um, advertising within children's stuff because they used to slam in adult advertisements within children's Mm. TV. Because you know that like mums and dads would be off work looking after kids, and then you yeah. just slip in a little like new pram advert or a new bathroom advert into um, into milkshake, and then all of a sudden you look you're buying a new bathroom, yeah. and you know they, they kind of stopped that eventually and got got rid of that. Do you remember all the way back when when there used to be like smoking adverts and alcohol adverts and proper like Foster's Foster's adverts were f- phenomenal. Like uh... they they just stopped. They just stopped because they were legally barred from being on tv um because 
I can't remember yeah. the last time I watched an advert. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I guess Netflix because you, you're yeah, you're in, in the Netflix and Disney world and stuff, aren't you? Mm. Do you know what I've like kind of like been a bit pissed pissed off about? I'd say. Go on. If I if I'm, allowed, if I'm allowed to say that word, I'm yeah. sorry for swearing. But um, <laughs> Tom is urinated off. Tell us about it. Oh yes, urinated <laughs> off. <laughs> Weed off. Uh, there we go. Perfect. No well, reference to my you know, This is a kid thing. <laughs> oh yeah. So I put on. I've been watching Netflix for a very long time, mm. um, and I've thought I've got Amazon Prime as well. So I'll just switch over, um, and I'll watch a couple of episodes of. Um, gosh, it's got. It's about the hacker. Mr. Robot. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Brilliant show. Really high ratings. It is, it is excellent. But I open up the first episode and here comes a three and a half minute unskippable advert for oh, content is it, yeah? on Amazon Prime. Is I it? pay monthly for Amazon Prime and I'm getting adverts for Amazon Prime. What is that all about? And unskippable ones at that as well. I don't want to see that. Amazon. Oh, yeah. I'm paying money. I don't want to see everything. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. that complete hook, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Hook you right in. It's, it's just frustrating. Like you, you pay money for a subscription service, you'd expect that we see no adverts, and you just to go yeah. in and watch your stuff. It's on demand TV. That's it's not. I'll wait. I'll wait five minutes and then watch it eventually. Yeah. They do it on um, Now TV as well. They have like a set. Yeah. You know what? I once had a streak for a couple of weeks with no adverts on, and I was well happy <laughs> until the point at which I turned on a movie and it said add one of nine is now playing oh, i wasn't i'm not even joking you here one of nine yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i suppose they've got to make the money somehow <laughs> i mean yeah it's, absolutely it's one of the industries that's suffering isn't it so like free television. um no not necessarily because now tv is it free now tv is another one of those paid subscription services um and it is online subscription that is the biggest thing at the moment with regards yeah. to watching and, and streaming and and that and that kind of thing, along with gaming and stuff. I wonder if that'll change. You know, once COVID goes, do you think people yeah. will just like rebel? You know, boom into the cinemas and stuff like that, or do you think um, they just? I don't know. Do you know what it is? I think it might have, as long as like the lockdowns and stuff, they don't prolong for another year or two, mm. um, and we actually get to the open again. Wh- what's happened is the whole notion of cinema. And going to the theatre and stuff like that. Um, it's been like uh, uh, concerts, for example. They've been torn away from us yeah. rather than gradually eased out. So they were gradually being eased out by now Netflix and and Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like cinema was actually just slowly dying. Whereas now it's just been ripped from us. So because mm-hmm. it's been ripped from us, it's left a gap that we want to fill again. So therefore, we'll get to a stage where I go, oh, no, I actually really want to go to the cinema because I've not mm-hmm. been there in two years. Um, so I'll go to the cinema because of that because of that reason um, I actually went to the cinema last August which is weird right in between the two lockdowns yeah, yeah they opened yeah, yeah. for like three weeks didn't they and I went about six times what did you watch and it was it, uh, oh they put on loads of old films and stuff um, I watched the Goonies I watched um, uh, the old the original Star Wars yeah. um, the number four uh, number three number three number four number four number four that is it god can't do maths today um but yeah i watched i watched loads of old of older pictures and then i also watched tenet as well which was absolutely amazing obviously well worth going to watch Mm -hmm. um so yeah i mean i think because uh, as i said before because it's been ripped away they'll want to refill that that hole 
and repatch it up. So I don't think it will die as long as it doesn't get prolonged for too long. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, it's that whole well, n- nostalgia effect, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but you say yeah. that, but like Blockbuster and that, everyone, do you know what I mean? When you were a kid, you just well, think Well, Blockbuster they were wasn't Ritramus. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't Ritramus, it gradually faded. Just died, You know? Yeah, that's it. Because Blockbuster tend to love film. And then you could rent DVDs to your house without having to do anything. And then, Netflix and then Love Film was bought by Amazon, which became Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. And then Netflix turned up. Well, Netflix turned up for Amazon, but you know. Yeah. Indeed. Phenomenal. It's that whole idea of being able to log into something to consume like yeah. data as such, yeah. which is what changed for everybody, for everything. It, it changed the whole high street as well, even with regards to shopping and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, all of a sudden you had this um, from, you know, when it came to Christmas, for example, you were, you had to go into Liverpool and you had to walk down the main high street and it was yeah. bustling, there was queues everywhere and you had to buy your Christmas presents there and then. Mm-hmm. And then nowadays, instead, all you do is go onto Amazon, type in what you want and mm-hmm. put it in your basket and it's there yeah. in two days' time. Just go through I, there, suggest yeah. Christmas presents, don't you? Click on Yeah, yep, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do you know what was weird? It's last year. Um, it was the it was the very first year that I did everything, as in from very start to very finish, the entire thing, even Christmas cards. Yeah. Everything was paid for online. Yeah. Uh, Not a single thing I bought was from so an actual shop. I did. I did the same thing. The only problem is everyone ended up getting each other the same presents. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah. like Amazon had suggested to everyone, oh, <laughs> do you know what I mean? We all ended up doing yeah, yeah, yeah. like similar things, like these special. I always, books. I always like really Definitely panic when, when you know when it comes to um, getting presents for people. Do I you? always really panic, I, and I, I like really look into what people want. So, like for example, you you oh, mentioned yeah. to me Your about was about cool. to be fair, this Christmas. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> you mentioned to me like what was it? I think it was to be in months ago in. October maybe you were like oh I might fancy learning to play the guitar mm-hmm. and I, there and then it just stuck in my head mm-hmm. and then that was it I was getting you a guitar I actually got you the guitar that week you know it was literally oh, been waiting to be good to you for like months and months that was so, um, one of the best presents to be fair yeah um, I, I quite like thoughtful ones yeah thoughtful and practical it was the perfect time we were locked down in that finally yeah. a chance to practice mm. yeah that's it yeah and annoy the uh, annoy the neighbours <laughs> Well, and we used to have a drum kit in our house, and it used to really, really, really wind up some neighbours. Yeah, yeah. Probably because we weren't very good. <laughs> um, yeah, is it? You know, I think playing an instrument or learning something new is a lot. It's a big stress reliever, isn't it? Yeah, it's like um, it's like therapeutic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's it. Uh, but, uh, is there anything that you've got like a anything that's like a go-to for you to? I guess. Uh, uh, pastime or relax other than gaming obviously other than video gaming because yeah. uh, i think i tend to do a lot to go out with a camera and go and take photos yeah. one of that's my, my kind of thing to do is sit with a cup of tea in the rain underneath really yeah, yeah. so we've got like a, this little like porchy bit that's got like you mm-hmm. know like a plastic roof yeah have you, ever, you know like when you sit in a tent and it's like heavy rain and it's like yeah it sounds amazing yeah, yeah i get like a yeah. nice cup of tea i sit outside and listen to the rain for a bit Mm. Or go for a walk or something. Yeah. Me, me and Layla used to go like drive down to um, like West West Kirby on the beachfront. Used Did to just you? sit there and listen to the waves crashing yeah. into the the side when the when the tide was in. It was brilliant. It was great fun. Did you get moved um, on a couple of times? No, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, to be honest. Um, 
There's never yeah, anyone out there. Uh, everyone out there's there. loads. Of, we are very lucky where we are. To be fair, we've got loads of I places think we can just go and like. We probably mentioned this in every single podcast, but it is true. Yeah, it yeah, is totally yeah. true. Um, yeah, on one side of us, you've got Wales, which is stunning, isn't it? Like on a, on a winter's mm-hmm. day, and then on the other side, you've got like big cities and like Liverpool, Chester. Yeah, uh, and then literally Liverpool. just half an hour the other side of Liverpool is like uh, the Lake District, which yeah. is another one of the most yeah, beautiful yeah. places in the UK. <laughs> I saw this um, really funny TikTok the other day. I keep saying I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to this. You probably have to quote me and count tally up anyway the amount of times I said. Yeah. I found something on TikTok the other day. I am a little so bit it addicted. All comes up at the end, like this, like stream. yeah. This today, Tom talked about TikTok thirty-seven <laughs> times. <laughs> no, but on the side, I saw this video, and it was That's American people trying to guess what countries were in the UK. So, John, do you know what 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 four countries make up the UK? Yeah, tell me. Wales, Scotland, Ireland, England. Oh no! Wait, so you Wales, got it wrong as well. Wales, Scotland, <laughs> England, Ireland. No, it's not. <laughs> well okay that's kind of i'm being kind of picky i think i'm being kind of picky but they are two different countries there's northern ireland and ireland are two different countries yeah and ireland's yeah ours, isn't it? or is it no northern no ireland's ireland. not ours ireland is, is in europe ireland. and northern ireland is in mm-hmm. the uk and like but people were saying stuff like poland uh new zealand wait, wait, australia one second, one second let me just we're gonna edit that bit out so that northern irish people don't get angry yeah. <laughs> something tells me they cause trouble so yeah absolutely and they all uh, Wales, occupy Scotland, most liverpool as well northern ireland edit that in Tom. <laughs> yes that correct well done <laughs> <laughs> i'll leave in the bad bit in as well no, but honestly, because people obviously think that Ireland and Northern Ireland are the same place, and uh, well, they're definitely not at all. They are two completely different countries, mm-hmm. and obviously, one being part of the UK and one not. And I think, I think Ireland have the euro. You have to pay for a euro yeah, yeah, over do, there, yeah. Yeah, and right. Northern Ireland are obviously in Great British Pounds. Um, so, I've, 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 I've got stories. There you go. You brought up Northern yeah. Ireland. I've got stories. So, I oh, went, go on then. I went there. When I was in Cadets, yeah. it's like a, you know, it's a big trip. They take you to like the military bases, and they show yeah. you like different job roles in it and stuff like that. Okay, and like the Northern Ireland bomb squad is massive, like the mm. policing is massive, the helicopters and stuff like that. Yeah, and when we were there, I was an idiot, so I wore like a <laughs> like a you know like a an army top. Had like right. I think it had like air cadets or something written on the back of it, and we went to go okay. see the uh, Giants Causeway. You know where the rocks oh, yeah. are shaped in that. that yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's phenomenal, stunning, absolutely mm-hmm. one of the prettiest places I've ever been to. And I went mm-hmm. there, and when I got off the bus, one of the uh, staff noticed that I was wearing it, and he absolutely rollicked me in front of everyone. Like, oh, really? Told me, yeah, yeah. Because if what he said is if. The uh, local Northern Irish guy seen that I was wearing that T-shirt, and then he'd mm-hmm. seen the staff that were with them. He'd work out that 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 staff member is in the military, and they'd, they'd uh. stab him or something. And he was like, I- "I've been stabbed out here because of people making that mistake." Oh my god! Honest to God, he took the top he took the top off his off of his back and gave it to me, and I had to wear his yeah. T-shirt whilst he wore a vest all the way around. Jesus, <laughs> yeah. that's crazy. Tell, we had to tell people that we were in like a school trip and that. Just in oh, case, wow. because obviously, like all the staff members are like regular, like army guys and that. But honestly, it was yeah. mad. Yeah, uh, and they had like a they had a bomb threat whilst we were there. 
All right. So, yeah, like people like do it all the time. I think it's to like mess with them, you know, so they don't know which ones are real. So they throw right. over like you know like school bags, throw them over the mm-hmm. fence, and they just dart off or like whatever. And when we were there, we got locked down, and we were in this tent. So like, uh, like there was no, there's no way of locking us in, kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? That was a protective, a protective yeah, tent. Yeah, we, <laughs> we were literally in the middle of the PT field where they do all their exercise, and they just gone put some big tents up, and the kids can sleep in their tents. So we were in oh this tent as like a bomb threat was going off around us. It was mental. Wow. Uh, that's crazy uh, that's just so scary yeah join cadets it gives you life experiences that you'll get no results <laughs> uh, oh no, no on that, or on, potential death uh, on that same base like was the uh, one of the largest gyms if I, was it that base nah I get them mixed up once you've been to one military base they'll look the same way Mm. But yeah, it was amazing and when we went to go see the bomb squad they were wearing like uh, shorts and flip flops and they were because yeah. like most of their jobs was like robotics and they were like right. just nerds like we were talking to them about it and they were like yeah what we do is we design the robots that we need you know what I mean because we know what jobs we need to do we design it mm-hmm. tell them and then they give us like they build the robot and send it back to us and then we play with it it was phenomenal <laughs> awesome job that's like, crazy awesome some of the scariest police officers I've ever met though mm. all of them were like Irish you know like Northern Irish that were like yeah. I don't know. They're just like hard, hard guys. <laughs> do you want to mess with them? Like uh, it was phenomenal. Yeah. And like, where else do we go? We went the Giants Causeway. When yeah, just went all over like Northern Ireland. Because like when you're in the military as well, everything's dirt cheap. Like we went to go see mm-hmm. the Giants Causeway for free because it's like military discounted. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, join cadets, kids. <laughs> so I, I like didn't like um i did when i was younger i did like quite a lot of british based holidays never really went over to ireland i never I never went over to an island or another island any of them no no not none of that no I, oh, i've I always wanted to go so i'm definitely going to have to do it over the next couple of years mm. i'd say depending obviously <laughs> pandemic dependent yeah it's mad like the forests look like um like half swampy do you know what I mean? Like right. Moss all over the trees and like hanging vines and stuff like that. It's it's, yeah. it's proper stunning. It, it reminds you of like like Dalek. Do you know like have you ever seen like films where like there's Romans and that and there's like fog rolling down hills? Mm-hmm. Genuinely, it's like that all over the place. <laughs> Honestly, it's stunning. Absolutely stunning. You can probably see why they use the area for Game of Thrones and film of Game of Thrones. Do they? Yeah, the whole area. Uh, I, th- so I think it's Northern sense. Ireland. Am I am I wrong here? Like or is it Ireland? Winterfell. It, you know where like there's like shrubs on the floor. That's what that's it right, looks yeah. like. Uh, well, I think it's literally it. I think that's literally where Winterfell where, was filmed. What did I, I, I don't know. Is it is it Ireland or Northern Ireland that was used? But you can basically when you go to Ireland or Northern Ireland, I can never remember which one it is. Um, they they do like do specific do uh, Game of Thrones tours. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, they, and they take you around all of the filming locations and they still got the sets built where, where they did all the major filming for it. Because they, um, they had Sardinia, uh, they had and Tunisia um, uh, for like the Westeros, like, you know, sandy, sandy desert places. Sandy places. And then they had, um, is it Iceland? I think it might have been Iceland for the, for the wintry places. And then um, it was Ireland or Northern Ireland, whichever one, I can't remember, um, yeah. for the main major do remember, parts do you remember josh that we worked with that time the presenter yes josh Badalia. He, he was from 
a place where they used to film it. I remember him saying, "We'll have to, yeah, we'll have to get him on for an episode, and he can explain it." Like, you chat heads off for a long yeah. time. Lovely. Oh, once you get Josh started, you never stop. <laughs> That's a challenge, Josh. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. So, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I'd love to go. I'd love to yeah. go. Yeah. Um, I took us on a total tangent. Then what were we talking about? Damn right. I think we were talking about. Um, I don't even know where we started, but I, I actually put in one of the the actual podcast bio descriptions. Um, actually, it's a it's the generic synopsis description for this podcast. It's literally we specialize in going off on a tangent. We <laughs> 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 always start with like one topic and end up all yeah. the way down. I, I'm sure. It's... Did I start talking about technology? I did. I started talking about technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ended we up always, in Ireland. What it is is we always start on something useful and then end on something yeah. useless, don't we? Do you know what I mean? So yeah, people yeah. Feel I think like that's it. um by proxy of your fault there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's, a, a I've, sorry, I've only done like six talk. years of research for this podcast and then yeah. John comes in and talks about being Northern in Ireland. Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I went I, on a walk yesterday. <laughs> uh, it was on that same base that I got caught in the showers. Do you, uh, do you remember when what? I told you? So like, what, what do you mean, what? I've to, I've what do you mean caught in the sure. showers? So I had... <laughs> It sounds dodgy fact, now. On that entire trip, I forgot most of my clothes and like all my stuff <laughs> and that. So when I got the, you know, that military top that I got the t-shirt, yeah, they had to give me that out of like some marine stores because like I forgot. Oh, really? my, yeah, that was it. The tents flooded, and all of my clothes got soaked soaked through. So they had to give me like a, uh, you know, like temporary clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, all I had was like a face towel and like my big towel was totally wet. So when everyone else right. went to get, get a shower in the morning and that, I got up especially early and was Could like... Could you not like, dry it? I'm going to get... No, because it was like raining and working your dry, you know, wet towel in the rain in a tent. Nowhere. Well, what, there's, there's nowhere to go inside or anything like that? No. Well, well, yeah, there were, but not somewhere I could hang up a towel. It's on a military base, so it's got to be like kind of smart. So mm-hmm. I get up early and I go to the go to the gym showers and like I'm in there and like the gym's absolutely packed. Every marine on the camp is like going to the gym at this time. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. whatever, get my shower, get out. Yeah, yeah. Say, you know what I mean. Get out the way. Yeah. So I'm in the middle of. How the old shower. are you, by the way? Just before you 12. continue, how old are you? Oh, not 12. twelve. No, no, I was a bit older. I was about fifteen, sixteen by then. I was, a, I think I was a sergeant at the time, so I had a bit of responsibility. So, oh God! Yeah, yeah. John with responsibility, holy responsibility. cow! I used to go yeah. and murder. It was mad. So get in the shower, <laughs> and I feel like I'm halfway through the shower. I had the doors open and closed, and like mm-hmm. every marine in the gym. I think they did like an hour, and their hour finished, and they just hurled straight into the. Uh, into the flipping changing rooms <laughs> that I was in, getting a shower in, and it was like this big open shower, so I was like, bollocks. So I get this oh, face no. towel, and I try and wrap it around the back of me, you know, to like cover me up, and it gets to yeah. the point where I get to my hands, about where my hips are, and it just runs out of towel. So I cut, and <laughs> so I come out, and they're all standing there, and it looks like I've hidden everything except for my junk, and they're all just standing there looking at me. Oh, and the first goodness. Marine, about a foot away from me, just goes, uh one of them days is it son and I was like yeah and I just ran away <laughs> when I got a change oh, funny. oh uh, no I bet they were howling after that yeah. oh yeah well they kept like uh, flicking shit at me <laughs> you uh, know like bits yeah. of soap and that no, and in, in like a funny way and then 
when they were getting a shower as well, they all poured soap on the floor. So it was like this massive wrestling pit, and then they just wrestled oh my on god, the floor. it was really. Mad. It was funny, like... Lads, lads, lads. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, like, <laughs> it was like watching a rugby tour. It was mad. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, dead funny. Oh, yeah, loads of, <laughs> loads of things happened on that base. Yeah. That's In crazy. fact, the, one of the Marines, so we were talking to the police there, and he went to Afghanistan, did, like, a tour. So, like, uh, mm-hmm. they get connected. So, like, a military police officer gets connected to, like, a, a squad of Marines when they go to Afghanistan. And it's his yeah. job to make sure that they don't you know, break any, like, laws, you know, like, uh, G- Geneva Convention, and, you know, like, torture civilians and stuff like that, or kill innocents. Mm-hmm. And he said, whilst you're out there, you are a regular police officer, so if you see someone stealing, like, one of the Marines from, like, one of the locals, you have to, you have to say something. And, yeah. that, you know what I mean? That's, that's your job. And he said, when they were out, they found this hand, like a severed hand on the floor, and they were like, what the, f- what's, what's happened here? And they were like, well, it's your job, Mr. Police Officer. You've got to, you've got to like, find out what's happened. So he had to pick up this uh, hand, a severed hand. It would take his mm-hmm. sandwiches out of his sandwich bag and put the severed hand in his sandwich bag, put it in his bag, and then carry it back off. So he does that. <laughs> He's got a hand in his bag. He goes back to the base, and he forgets it's in there for three oh, days for three days oh, in no. afghanistan heat he forgot there was a hand in his bag oh, uh, that's gonna smell nice he was he was one of the funniest guys ever he said it smelled like um uh, it smelled like death <laughs> <laughs> no, no shit yeah. oh was, my goodness it was, quality. It was telling us how like uh you know like what when a police officer has to stop you, they're not allowed to clench their fists anymore. You know, so if they get a picture taken of them, it doesn't look like they're trying to fight you. They have to have yeah. open hands. So he was like, if you ever get in a fight with a police officer, he's going to slap the living crap out of you. <laughs> <laughs> a big bitch slap to the face. Yes. He was, was massive, like, it's a big unit. Damn, that's um, crazy. So actually, both of those stories you hadn't told me? I had, I absolutely had, I'm no, sure. Definitely not. No, no. I've got loads so of So that means stories. that, I was going to say, we've got loads of cadet stories. That means that these podcasts are going to be filled with you encouraging kids to go and Join be in the cadets, cadets by telling them horror stories. What it is, is I just <laughs> did stupid things all the time. And like I found yeah. myself in like weird positions that like when mm-hmm. I look back on it were quite funny. The thing but, is, uh, you know, I think we've mentioned this before in a previous podcast, but the cadets allow you to make those mistakes and yeah. learn from them, I guess, don't they? Uh, yeah. You, you know, should. whereas in the real world, the mistakes have consequences. They don't mm-hmm. necessarily have massive consequences in the cadets, do they? No. no. It gives you that ability to learn. It, 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 you need to make the mistakes to learn from them. Do you know what I mean? That's right, yeah. Without yeah. that, you're not going to progress as a person. If you, if, yeah. if everything you did was perfect from the moment you started, from the moment you ended, do you know what I mean? Then your life would be, it'd probably be boring as anything. You have to make mistakes. And you have to mm-hmm. learn from them, but yeah, cadets was full mm-hmm. of them, full of mistakes. Like. I mean, you know that that's part and parcel of everything ever. Is yeah. that the entire philosophy of life is about mm-hmm. making mistakes mm-hmm. and developing? You know, even with regards to something as simple as like you know just learning to play the guitar. If you make a mess of something and make yeah. a mistake, eventually you'll iron that out and won't ever make mistakes again. Mm-hmm. You know, even something as simple as that, yeah. as such. Yeah, I mean, I suppose probably the wisest people in the world have probably made the most mistakes. Do you know what I mean? I've learned from them. Yeah. I think that's where, that's, when you talk to older people and that, and you see them, don't you? And they like, when you talk about something and they realise you're making a mistake, they kind of give you this look as if to be like, you're fucking up, but you've got to learn. Do you know what I mean? 
I, I get it from people all the time. But again, I've got to learn myself. So let me make the mistakes. It's almost like a look that says, "Oh, I've been there, done that." Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, I think yeah. that's why most most times, you know, when you make a mistake, or and like, even in like, like work, for example, back when I worked at Tesco, if I was to drop something on the floor, mm-hmm. like it just slipped on my hand or something, you know, the manager would look at you and go, "Oh, oh well, let's go clean yeah. it up." You know, it sorts out. Instead of being dead angry like it's never ever happened before, no. people know that it's happened before and yeah, it's going to happen yeah. again. So, what's the point in reacting badly to it? You may as well just get on with it. Yeah, those people you know? make a big deal out of those things. Yeah, they they deserve to die. I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a bit of worth the podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, oh are, my god, they are the worst people. Like the people that judge you for making little mistakes are horrendous. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, they'll make their mistakes. I think that's why, that's probably why young people are such like sociopaths. Do you know what I mean? Because they haven't mm. made those mistakes yet, so they don't understand how much they hurt. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like how much their actions yeah. like have like influence on other people. So, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I remember seeing something posted. It it was from somebody who worked in retail themselves, yeah. and she was saying that I've never ever seen a young person ever shout at me be disrespectful mm. be rude or anything like that mm-hmm. uh, but i always religiously see every single week almost every single day people in their middle ages and above yeah. scream at me shout at me throw tantrums like they're some kind of spoiled baby the but yet they have the audacity to call us mm-hmm. the, the childish ones as such yeah. it's well, just not true you see I feel like I feel like social media has a bit of an influence in that. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Because we we see people being rude to workers, don't we, on our Facebook pages? Like some of my yeah. friends, do you know what I mean, are working like restaurants, and they say, "Oh, this old lady was like yelling at me today about wearing a mask mm-hmm. and that." And like back in their day when they were growing up, if they didn't go down that route or they didn't have friends that were like, you know, like had people being rude to them they probably never seen it but so i i, I, I got no excuse it's no excuse to be rude to people did you know when when i was working on the aisle um we at the very start of the pandemic we had this like we implemented like a one-way system where people had to yeah. run or walk for not run obviously not run, <laughs> but, uh, but walk up and down the aisles in like a one-way pattern they went all the way up and down the store um to the end and then they as it got to the end of that one-way system it started the queue for the checkouts so it's yeah. kind of naturally good system um and this guy you get them every every hour i'd say mm-hmm. there'd at least be two or three people who just wouldn't they either wouldn't notice or yeah. they wouldn't follow the rules or they just wouldn't care. And it was this guy who came, comes down the wrong way. So we were told at the very beginning just to let them know nicely to mm-hmm. turn around and go the right way. Uh, because otherwise, you know, the actual idea of it, it wasn't to, you know, pin people or to make yeah. them buy all the products. It was actually so that the flow worked so people it's, wouldn't it's be walking past like, each other. Uh... Yeah, for safety. And you weren't also at the same time. We had another rule where you weren't meant to overtake people on the alley that you had to wait behind them. Um, um, yeah. And that kind of got annoying, so we kind of ditched that quite yeah. quickly. Um, but the one-way thing, they, that stayed for a lot of months. And there was this guy, he came down the wrong way. He got about three quarters, to, uh, about halfway the way down. Mm-hmm. I walked up to him because I was filling the shelf. And I, I said to him, excuse me, mate, would you mind just doing us a favor? You just uh, spin it around. We just got a one-way system in place. And he was like, well, I'm only going to that thing that's just there. I said, yeah, but you have to gonna, you're going to have to go around and get to it because I don't want you craft passing these people. Mm-hmm. And he, he told me to F off, right? Did he, yeah? And he tried to walk past me. So I just, you know, just stood slightly into his way so he couldn't right. get past me. 
And he went, get out of my way. And I went, please go the one way. Yeah. I'm asking you now. Yeah. I, I, you, yeah. you will be asked to leave. And he was like, don't be so stupid. He grabbed me. Dude, literally yeah. grabbed me and threw me into the shelves. Yeah. I'm no, no word of a lie here. Not even bull. There's no bull here. Threw me into the shelves. My manager noticed we yeah. got a huge call to the leading and two massive security guards. Dude, we yeah. had big security guards at, the, at that time. Cool. We had we had six security in total. Yeah. One was watching the cameras, three on the front door, and two managing a queue system outside. Mm-hmm. So they all absolutely, they looked like bouncers. Most so, of them yeah. looked like bouncers yeah. outside a club. And they literally lifted them up into Dude. the sky and marched him out. The entitlement, <laughs> like, in, it's crazy. In his head, he must have thought that that few seconds of his time was more important than the health yeah. of the other people in that area. Exactly. Because exactly if he was... You know, they say on, on the government website and stuff, act like you've got it. Yeah. You know, act yeah, like you've got yeah. even if you don't have it, act like you've got it, and that'll keep everyone safe. Yeah. And, you know, he, he might have not have known that he had it. Somebody might have coughed near him. Like five aisles down, mm-hmm. he might have picked it up onto his jacket, and he doesn't know he's got it on his jacket, and he could have just brushed it over everyone as he walked past, uh, and then all those people can potentially get COVID. And at that time as well, which is even crazier, we didn't have any protection, we didn't have a PPE, we had nothing, we had we no masks, no gloves. I so when I worked at Tesco from February of two thousand and twenty all the way through to August twenty twenty, I wore no. PPE, as in zero, yeah. nothing. And the only time I ever wore PPE was when I went to first aid calls. Man, we yeah, and that, and that was it. We just didn't even take it seriously, did we? No, not at all. And we were all in this point because we, we created like a like a Tesco like bubble as such. Mm. So we were all in this bubble. Um, so we didn't wear masks around ourselves either. So to think about it, if one of us had got infected, yeah, the entire thing would have just gone down. Exceptionally lucky we survived an entire year without catching anything with no PPE. Yeah, you didn't get a didn't single get it. case, did you? No, uh, we we've got cases now. Yeah. Uh, I've heard that there's cases now in that store, but that's just because this this new pandemic variant has gone mm. a bit crazy and it's very very catchable. Mm-hmm. But you know, it was a guarantee that at some point there would be an infection. Yeah. Um, but I'm just really glad that everyone was wearing PP at the time the infection came because then that means that not a lot of people actually suffered from it, yeah. uh, which Realized. is great. Um, I really absolutely love the people that I worked with back well, in Tesco. You know um, so. Is, don't you? <laughs> we'll name him Max. Yes. Shame. Shame oh, that poor boy. Shame that poor boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Max. <laughs> but anyways, guys, I think we are gonna wrap it up for this week's yeah. episode of the uh, Worth It podcast. Um, yeah. Thank you very much, John, for joining us tonight. If anyone, well, I say tonight, actually, but that's when we're recording. Uh, Go if on. Sorry. Who's actually listening to these? If you've got any questions or anything, feel free to ask them. And in the next one, we'll uh, we'll talk about that. If Absolutely. You want us to talk Damn in right. a certain direction, we'll talk in that direction. It might not. We'll stay definitely there. go off uh, on a uh, silly, silly tangent somewhere random. Uh, <laughs> eventually, oh my goodness! Well, um, I think we're going to try and get a guest on next week, aren't we? Because it's the start of a new month. Are we going to try yeah. Devon? Yeah, we're going to try Devon. Um, I think what what we're going to do. So he has to come in now. That's it. Yeah. 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 Um, Devon Jones has a very good story. <laughs> and he's got to sell it he's got to tell it um so yeah so devon will be coming on the podcast next week that'll be the first podcast of february 2020 oh my god this is going too quick this year already mm-hmm. that's crazy so yeah he'll be going on the podcast next week but if you do guys if you guys want to stay updated uh check us out on social media obviously have a his with a follow on spotify itunes wherever the hell you listen to this podcast guys thank you very much for listening and following along to today's episode i do hope you enjoy thank you john for coming along as well mm-hmm. And I'll speak to you all next week. Bye.